Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. You're listening to Soho Radio. You are listening to Morning Glory. It is me. We are here. That was Fong Tam from an album called Saigon Surf Twist and Soul, 1964 to 66. And I'm playing that for Olive, who is uh, just about to get on a flight to um, Saigon. So there you go. Weird things happen, don't they? Weird oh, things yeah. happen. Uh, before that, we heard Cootie Man with a track called Canoe from their album Open. And before that, we heard Horace Andy from his brilliant album produced by Edgy Sherwood called Midnight Rocker, which is probably one of the best uh, reggae albums of last year. Uh, it, what do you think, JW? Hi. Yeah, you totally agree with me, don't you? <laughs> I have Absolutely to. no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I Absolutely no idea. Whoa, over your head. Over your head. How are you? I'm good. I was just remarking on how great your voice sounds on radio. And then when I start talking, I'm like, my voice sounds good on radio too. Is it just these microphones? These microphones are very good, mate. I could just start a podcast with just me and this microphone. I would just read the dictionary or something because I I just love hearing my own voice. I know. I mean, you know know when you see pictures of yourself, you don't like it. And normally when you listen to your own voice, you don't like it either because you think, I just sound weird. Right. Somehow, with these in this studio with these headphones on, as you say, I could listen to myself all day. I could just keep talking. Right. I, just I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not a narcissist or anything like that. <laughs> no. I just love, I love me. I know. That's the great <laughs> you know thing. I mean? Should we just talk? I mean, yeah, just don't yeah. just say anything. We I, just talk. Yeah, we could just talk. Just I mean, talk all day. this is kind of the symptom of anybody anybody who starts a podcast or radio. They just yeah. like hearing themselves talk. I know. Are you a, are you a big podcast listener? I am. Yeah, I have. What been... sort of podcast do you listen to? Oh, there's a really good one. I I have to recommend it's okay. called the original podcast and they're just uh ripping dvd commentaries from old dvds uh, oh, right. and calling that the original podcast and oh, like the movie background the movie's in the background really low but it's just peter jackson talking about lord of the rings well, or okay. whatever and it's it's just great to listen to just and you're like oh fun. this is the original podcast yeah, yeah. just people That's... talking about well you see i get confused by podcast now maybe this is an age thing but isn't that just what radio is yeah i'd say so yeah <laughs> oh, no. i mean it's just another name for it's radio. It's just another name for radio, It's just yeah. like, I know, we've had radio around for, I don't know, 100 years. Should we just change it? I don't know, let's yeah. call it podcast. I remember someone coming up with the idea for like a radio play in front of me the other day. They were like, what if we did a podcast where it was like a story and there was like sound effects? And I was like, I think you're inventing... Wow. Radio plays, which radio, were yeah. in a hundred years ago. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, enough of that yakking. So, J.W. Francis, <laughs> yeah. welcome to Soho Radio. Yeah. Uh, we have Thank chatted you. before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Now, am I right in thinking you were at an airport? Were you uh, at an airport when I chatted to you? I've got this weird yes, feeling. Yes, yes. I'm sure you were somewhere going. Were you going back to the U.S.? Yes, either from... 
here. I think you'd been here. I think you'd you'd recorded some tunes and I played them and then I spoke to you. I have a thing. Now, I may be wrong, but the good thing is nobody can check this. No, nobody. nobody Do you remember that time you were at an airport? Yes, I do. You were like Tom Cruise in that movie, (laughs) weren't you? I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) Anyway, so you are here. You are here because you're on tour. You've got an Uh album out. You've got a radio show, all sorts of stuff. So let's start with um, the album. So you've got an album coming out on Friday. On Friday, Sunday Best. I've been with them. It's my third album with them. Yeah, so exciting. This is the one we feel like that's that's going to break through all the noise and... This is the one. This is the one that's going to make you a star. This is the one, yeah. Uh, It's called Dreamhouse. And uh, funnily enough, actually, there's a Dreamhouse Records here in London on Francis Road. No connection. No connection at all. No. But they emailed me last week and they said, This is weird. Is this, did you, did you do any, did you, (laughs) did you have any idea? And I said, I had no idea. They said, Okay, well, come and we'll do a listening party. So actually, tonight we're doing a listening party. Oh, wow. At Dreamhouse Records on Francis Road. So if you're hearing this and you want to come down, come on down. Yeah, yeah, get on down to it. So that's out on Friday. That's out on Friday. And um, where was it recorded? It was recorded in New York. Okay. Um, and it was recorded before I went and walked the Appalachian Trail, which I think we had we talked. Yes, we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we did. It was around yeah. that time. Okay. So it's been a while. I mean, it's quite a while, isn't it? Yeah, that was the beginning of 2021. So we're now the beginning, beginning of 2023. Two years. I mean, ever since then, your voice has dropped and all sorts yeah. of stuff. I mean, you're like I'm, a different person. I'm a different person, yeah. You're a different person. Yeah, I've been living outside. Have you? <laughs> well, so, I did for four months. So yeah. I was reading a little bit. So were you born in Oklahoma but That's raised right. in Paris? That's right. And live in New York? That's right, yeah. It's yeah. Why? How? <laughs> How did all that happen? My mom just wanted to get the heck out of Oklahoma, basically. Okay. Well, she liked that movie. What's that movie? Uh, uh, what's the movie where the little girl gets lost? Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kansas, yeah, That's basically, Kansas, yeah. Thing, so Oz Kansas. was France for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, so yeah. she went to Oz. Yeah. So you followed the Yellow Brick Road, basically, and ended up in Paris. And ended up in Paris. Yeah. So how did you like Paris? I love it. I love Paris. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful. I, I mean, I went it. to high school there, so. Yeah. It, my, I don't know how to say this like without offending anybody. It's like when I went to New York, mm. that like you, if you can complain about the subway, you can call yourself a New Yorker. It's yeah. really, it's like immediately you're like one of them. You're well, like because yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody is from New York. No, Paris, it's not the case. Like I went to French high school. I got a French high school diploma. All right. I got a whatever. I'm not on their team. They won't let me on their oh, team. Really? really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, no, I can't. I can't really call myself a Parisian. I can't really you like. Can't. Yeah, you, you kind of have to you're have an outcast. Like, yeah, well, there's this weird thing about like blood. They'll be like, "Do you oh, have really? French blood?" <laughs> I'm oh like, my oh, god! You know, <laughs> and it gets down to that. I'm like, but there's also another thing about uh, about Parisians. There's there are French people and there are Parisians. Exactly, and it's yes. a very different. So I don't concept. want to lump anybody no, into no, no, or generalize no, no, it's fine. anything. It's like, fine. Yeah. I, I don't think we have got a big listenership in uh, France. <laughs> well, we certainly don't have any more. <laughs> yeah, after this, that's bombed. Are. That's tanked, mate. <laughs> that one's gone. Hey, you know, we used to have a few listeners in Paris. What's going on? Don't know. Absolutely, you no know, trash them all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you're in, and the, so obviously Paris, and then you, the, uh, I guess the draw of mm. the United States. It was the college your... experience. For oh, me. the college thing. It was oh, like okay. I wanted the red solo cups. Uh, I wanted like yeah. the campus. You could take the boy out of America. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted the crushing debt. You know, oh. all that <laughs> great stuff. I was like, because in Paris, I don't know if it's like in here, but it's like going to college is. 
um, I know it's different. There is a uni uni culture in the UK. Yeah, yeah, but not where... as much as they used. But there is no, there is definitely, but it's not quite as prevalent as say when I went to university mm. so many years ago, <laughs> when there, you know there was only a certain percentage of people who could be asked to go or went. Right. Whereas now it's like it's kind of like a lot of people go, and it's right. but it's good. It's a really important thing to do. I think not just educationally wise, but also socially wise. I think it's yes. very important. Yes. And I guess that's what you want to experience. That's what I state. wanted because yeah. in, in France you tend to like still live with your parents, and you're still yeah. You're, there's Boring. no. I know. I wanted to get out and go and you know do my own so laundry. So and... what did you do your own laundry? <laughs> what did you study at uni? I studied College. economics. Oh, really? Yeah. Which yeah. is why you've now got a guitar and long <laughs> yeah, hair, of course. Yeah. That's all. Like- <laughs> I studied economics, and then I ended up actually working for like one of the most famous economists, jo- Joseph Stiglitz. If you know him, he's like. Okay, so this is this is where you worked with somebody who got a Nobel Prize. Yeah, yeah. You see, I've he's read your two. bio. He's got two. <laughs> yeah, peace and economics. He's got a Nobel Prize for peace. Yeah, peace. and one for economics. Yeah, yeah. When did he get those? Did he get those when you were working with him? Oh no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, 99 and 2000. They're around the same time. One wow. was for writing the first paper on, or one of the lead authors on the first paper on uh, like climate change economics. and carbon, Well, that's, that's, that's done a lot of good, and... hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really sorted that one out. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one, was, uh, yeah, the other one was for basically just proving that people in a free market economy don't have the same amount of information, which should just show you like how kind of stupid economics is. If you have to prove that and then you get the Nobel Prize for proving that people don't have the same amount of information. And in I could have told you that. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you, that fucking guy out there That guy the knows something I he don't knows, and yeah. he's making money. He's making money. He's got a Nobel Prize. <laughs> so obviously that, that whole world of getting Nobel Prizes didn't really appeal to you. And you thought, no. oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a guitar. I'm going to... I'm going to sing for my supper. Pretty much, yeah. So, how did, was 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 music always a, a part of the, yeah. the the traveling family? Yes, my was, dad. Was my, my dad tried to write for Pitchfork in '99. He was oh, trying, right, okay. to, yeah. He was trying to write music reviews. He was never in the music making. Right. He was always, but he was an avid, he was like, a fan. voracious listener. Yeah, okay. both my parents were making me make CDs every week and all up to date on wow. taking me to shows. So they were they were educating you. They were yes. they were they were hot housing you. Yeah, yeah. We I mean we used to play a game in my house where we'd listen and we'd say, Is it pavement or is it Stephen Malcolm's solo career? It was like that level you know of indie. You know, I really, I really wish my kids were listening because I used to. They were, they were laughing at this one. I remember we used to drive because I got three kids, and they're all quite close together in age. They were all under five at one point. Mm. Uh, but I remember we used to drive in the car, and I'd be playing, uh, be playing an album by the. Beach Boys, for uh-huh. example. And I just turn around and say, right, name all the Beach Boys. <laughs> and they just go, what? And they knew the songs, you know, like, help me run. I said, name all the Beach Boys. Oh, no. Come on. And they, and they used to get so annoyed with me. Yeah. And then, of course, with the Beatles, can you name the albums by the Beatles in the right order? Oh, yeah. Dad, I'm eight. I don't care, I don't care how old you are. You should, these are things you, you should know. You to know this. You know, and p- people say, I hothoused my children. I certainly <laughs> did not. I'll tell you another thing as well. On that same subject, many, many years ago, a friend... Uh, my friend Bill and I were massive Bob Dylan fans, as anybody who listens to this show will uh, vouch for. I'm a big Bob Dylan fan, uh, always have been. And I remember when we the were Bob Dylan of... Center just opened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. By the way, oh, really? I'll let you know. Yeah, they invited me to come play. I played there in September. No they op- way. Yeah, they have five hundred thousand of his oh, artifacts, and yeah, so that's oh, my we got a lot to talk. A reason about, to come man. to Oklahoma. Yeah, is that, is that the only reason? 
Uh, it's a reason to come to Oklahoma. It's not Oklahoma the only. Oklahoma, but... where the wind goes seeping down the plains. I'm so, so, everybody knows that. It's of course, so, it's a I... big, it was a big musical <laughs> in England. Anyway, back to my rather tenuous Bob Dylan story. So Bill and I were in our early twenties. This is before we were both in sort of we both had kids or anything. We both made a vow to ourselves: if we ever have children, we must never ever let them hear Bob Dylan before they're eighteen. And we and people say why? I says because they won't understand. We were wrong, of course. <laughs> and, you know, I was force-feeding them Bob Dylan before they could walk. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And they now do understand Bob Dylan. Anyway, yeah. all that aside. So, anyway, you took out the guitar, and uh, you started. So, how did this become a thing? It was just like, I just want to exit the real world, and I just want to hang around coffee shops and, and folk clubs and play the guitar? Or was you, were you in a band? Or how did it how did it, it, was, it really started with me starting a music blog in college before okay. I got the job while I was studying economics and stuff because I just saw such an amazing scene happening in New York and yeah. so many small local bands. So what and, year was this? 2013. 2013. 2013, wow. 2014. Okay. So yeah, 10 years ago now, wow. which is crazy. When blogs were kind of relevant still. See, what's quite funny, you say, wow, that's crazy. That's 10 years ago. I'm thinking, that's kind of last week. <laughs> 2013. <laughs> you whippersnapper. <laughs> it's 2023, man. I haven't even opened mail that arrived in 2013 yet at home. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Anyway, so so you yeah. started writing a blog. Music blog, and I had, it was so much fun because all, all my friends wanted an excuse to talk to bands. So I was like, call yourself a writer of this music yeah, blog, yeah. you know? And Brilliant. suddenly we had 20 staff writers. And wow. Yeah, it really just kind of what was blew it called? up. It was called Rare Candy. Rare Candy. Yeah. Okay. And we got some money. We went to print. We made a wow. little magazine. And it was just like, it just all was happening. And I... I quickly found out that I didn't care to write about music as much as I thought I did. Right, okay. It was so hard to put into words and whatnot. And I was really about the experiences. So I started to just throw shows under the guise of Rare Candy Presents kind of yeah, deal. So yeah. we started to do monthly shows, and that's what I really fell in love with was throwing shows and, and whatnot. And I was always playing guitar since I was 12. I was always okay. writing songs. And I would do stuff like – I can tie this into my album really – yeah, really, really, uh, because that's, I that's sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah, sell. I know. I'm like, okay, on, how do I get back plug, here? Sell. <laughs> <laughs> so when we when we went into print and we launched a GoFundMe and everything, I I would offer. I would say, if you donate more than fifty dollars, I'll write you a song that it will get nice, whatever. Nice touch. Yeah, nice touch. And Very so good. that was that was a great that was a great way to raise money. Yeah, absolutely. And then so flash, flash forward years later, I've been in a few different bands. I always found out that I was kind of the one who wanted to rehearse and book gigs and yeah. post on Instagram and do all the stuff you have to do these days. Yeah, and sure. I kind of wanted to stop being the little dictator of every band I was ever in. I was like, I could just do this solo and just everybody would solo. be happy. And, yeah. yeah <laughs> and everybody to... is, by all accounts. Everybody's yeah. a lot happier doing it on your own now, JW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, with all this talk of music, I want you to play it as a couple of songs. Absolutely. So um, are these songs from your new album? Or? Yes. Okay, so there we are. The new album, Out on Friday. Out on Friday. And it's called Dream House. It's called Dream House. And it's on Sunday Best. That's right. And you're going to play a couple of songs from it. I am. I I'm am. looking forward to introduce them and let's listen away. Thank you very much. The first song is called Casino. And uh, I was just going to say that uh, all these songs, kind of like the GoFundMe thing, were written uh because people requested them around Valentine's Day. I would put out a call and say, if you want me to write a song for your Valentine, I will do so. Just give me the name of their loved one and why you love them. So Marissa asked You're this breaking my Jamie. heart, mate. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> and it became Casino. So yeah, this is Casino. And uh, here we go.
But a sunny day you'll find me on a big rock basking Normally I need the shape of that's all I've been having I need the world way more than anyone needs me in it If not for you I'd run away and not admit it I disappeared into an empty dark casino I gambled everything and lost it incognito And no one knows I'm broken, breaking promises still And that's a tip my comic books I'm writing, Bill The rain brings life It's mixing all my colors Brings my head to light I pass the days just floating on a daydream sailing I did the dishes, took the trash I feel amazing I disappeared into an empty dark casino I concentrate my fears into a pill placebo And no one knows I'm broken Breaking promises still And that's what's in my comic books That I'm writing, Bill that's a good one. All right. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. What a perfect day I finished all of my to-do list. I heard my favorite single by my friend's band Moon Kissed. I'm a machine built to seek out my own pleasure. It just so happens that my heart's my biggest treasure. I disappeared into an empty dark casino. I'm wondering what the song is, so they say Sudestino. And no one knows I'm broken, breaking promises still. And that's what's in my comic books that I'm writing, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. All right. More. All right. <clears throat> well, I just, Sing us another one, JW. I got you. Uh, the next one uh, came out a couple weeks ago in anticipation of the album, and it surprisingly ended up on the video game Rock Band, which is well, I used to play as a kid, or I used to play Guitar Hero, and now it's Rock Band, and now it's on there, and I'm like, wow. Wow, that's a buzz, isn't it? It's such a buzz. Being on a video game. I know. That's the wow. craziest thing ever. Wow, was, that must, yeah. Was, I mean, I'm, I'm not from the gaming generation, but you obviously are. That must yeah. blow your mind. It's it like, blows. job done. Yeah, exactly. Over pretty, and out. Pretty Over much. And out. I'm See like, ya. I don't need no Grammy. I don't need no whatever. I'm anything, a Rock Band. Man. I'm like, yeah. Rock Band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I want to yeah. hear it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to slow it down and change the key because I thought that'd be fun just to do something a little different. You know, why not? We've come 
this far for you to be here now it's time you enjoy you <laughs> oh, you could do whatever you could do anything you want to do, but when you're going home, I'm coming with you. So that was written for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that had hearts written all over it, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also on the new album as well. Yeah, yeah new album Dreamhouse, which is out on Friday. On Friday, Sunday best. And so you're playing tonight. Yeah, was uh, it tonight in the record store? I think uh, I think I'm not supposed to because I'm playing at Rough Trade on February 1st. All oh, right, okay, fine. And then I'm coming back in May, so they want me to limit my performance. Oh, absolutely. So I'm sure fine. there'll be an acoustic guitar there, and I might do my thing. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but it's obviously not now. So, um, <laughs> about upcoming shows, what upcoming yeah. shows do you have that are like official oh, that people can buy tickets for? Uh, and how do we find out about them? Uh, they're all over my website, my yeah. Instagram, JW Francis, all that stuff. I'm yeah. playing Rough Trade East in London, Rough Trade Nottingham, Rough Trade Bristol. Okay, I'm doing all, so many in stores, like okay. twelve in stores in wow. the next couple of weeks. Yeah, That's playing brilliant. Liverpool, Leeds, Huddersfield, Edinburgh, Glasgow. Wow. 
no Southampton, Portsmouth. Yeah, you're all, you're all over the gaff, as we like I to say. Know. I'm going to Costa Rica after this. Oh really? It's a tough one. Oh, you yeah, you've been tired. You'll need a little break. Are you going there on holiday? No, I'm going there to tour. Are you touring Costa Rica? Yeah, I got. It's How did one that of, happen? It's one of those random, like big in Japan kind of stories. Like wow. I just like. Well, got, you're big in Costa Rica. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, I played with this Costa Rican band in in okay. Paris one time, and they went there and talked me up, and then I got on some playlists and. Now Whoa. I just have like a following in Costa Rica, and it's my second time going back. And yeah. you know what, man? Is it, is, it, is it a great country? It is the best country. Is it really? It is just the best country. It's the most biodiverse place on the planet. It is like everyone is just so warm and lovely, and really, it's yeah, it's like if yeah, it's it's amazing. I don't What's know. the food like out there? It's yeah. It's um. I'm not quite sure what a lot of rice and rice rice and beans and meat and you know that kind of stuff. Good good stuff. Wow. So you're going there. So and and I get. Are you doing? Are you touring Europe or America as well? I'm gonna tour. I'm actually gonna announce on Friday, which is gonna be great. I'm gonna do uh, a lot of shows. Copenhagen, yeah, Copenhagen, Luxembourg, that area, and then back to the UK and. You're yeah. busy, though, aren't you? I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep busy, yeah. So all those all those years ago when your mom and pa were playing you, is this Steve Markowitz or is it Pavement, <laughs> and all that, and they were they were force-feeding you yeah. indie rock. Yeah, they were at like... A, at an alarming rate. Yeah. Are, they, are they proud of you? Oh, they're incredibly proud. They're going to sure be they're... there on Wednesday at Rough yeah. Trade. They're coming up, because they live in Paris still. So, oh, right, yeah, okay. So they're coming up, and wow. they're just over the moon. They're like... Yes, we we made you. <laughs> well, there, there, there used to be a Rough Trade shop in Paris many years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there used oh. to be a Rough Trade shop. In fact, I went to the opening of it. It was in all the late 80s. Mm. And, um, yeah, there was a Rough Trade shop there. It was, there for, I don't know, maybe there for about 10, 15 years, mm. way before your time. Mm. Uh, so there's always been that kind of connection with... Uh, Rough Trade in Paris have always had quite a good connection. Mm. I mean, it's a fantastic musical city, Paris. You know, one of, the first, one of the first ever punk rock events in like 1976 was in Paris. Really? I didn't yeah, know well, that. Yeah, well, there was a big there was a big punk rock festival uh, in Paris with the Damned played and a few other bands. It was, really, it was very, very instrumental. They were very, the uh, Parisians got it. They, they got it. They get music out there. Yeah. Without it, which is, I always find quite weird because there's not many, again, I'm, I'm putting myself out there. There's not that many brilliant Parisian or sort of French artists. I mean, obviously you've got your Serge Gainsbourg and, and, you, and yeah. the, the, there are some, don't get me wrong, but it's not that, it doesn't seem to like that sort of that hotbed of town that you, that you get in Oklahoma. This is just example. the trash France. Uh, I know, I don't know why. I, 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 you know what? Can we, just, can we just wipe the last five minutes, please? Let's just wipe the last five minutes. There are minutes. no great Parisian uh, artists. Oh, no, that's not, just, I can't believe it. I, I apologize to anybody who's listening. I've I got myself into a bit of a hole there. And Jay. And JW got me out of it. So, um, okay, this, this this leads me to my next question. Yeah. JW, what, yeah. why JW or not whatever you are called? Well, the thing is, is that when I was a kid, yeah. I was reading C.S. Lewis. I was reading J.K. Rowling. I was reading J.R.R. Tolkien. And okay. I wanted to be a fantasy fiction writer. <laughs> and so I came up with this name for myself. Right, okay. And I was going to write fantasy fiction. And really? Tur- yeah. That's a brilliant story. Yeah, well, it turns out you just have to be too alone. Uh, to write, <laughs> I like to share with people, and you know that kind of thing. So, so the so the the whole thing's made up. Oh yeah. Oh, right. that's even better. Isn't that better? Yeah. That's even better because I was kind of thinking, oh, I wonder if he's called John or Jimmy, and then I was thinking what the what the W could stand for. And we got, I got I really lost down there. Well, that's the fun part. Is like I'll go, you know. So, so there's some people who think I'm called Juno Wimpy, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other people, jo- Joseph Wosef, which the, I don't think anyone really believes <laughs> that, but Wosef. I like that one the most probably. Uh, I just did an interview with the Walking Magazine here in the UK because okay. I'm a big walker, and 
they call me just walking and just walking, of course. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the, the endless possibilities. It's endless possibilities. It's fantastic. I don't know if you've read that Lemony Snicket. Uh, probably not, because no. it came out when I was a kid. But no. there's like a there's like a running gag of like what this acronym stands for, and like I'd like oh, that right. to just be my life. It's just well, that's like, you know what I'm yeah. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm very impressed by the fact you just completely made up. Yeah. I just thought you were just trying to be cool, but you were You just you did it because you wanted to be a fantasy writer, which is even better. <laughs> So did you ever, did you ever make any inroads into the fantasy writing world? Oh, I've I've written a ton of you know little things here and there, and you know, but it just it never. I could never write like a book. I no. can never. I can never. I can write a few pages of a story, and yeah, I just I just spit it out. I just like I'm like here's the story. I, I'm not good at you know you read you read some of those fantasy fiction. And you're like oh wow, a lot of this is like well. <laughs> The if you're talking about Lord of the Rings, it's like mostly a hiking book. It's mostly right, just okay. about like walk. Right, just mostly right, just about enough. walking. Fair enough. Not a lot of it is like the plot. Plot. It's. Have yeah. you ever seen that uh, little magazine over here called Weird Walk? Yes, I have. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. So I bought good. the first five issues. Yeah, I think I, I think I've got the one. first four. I think there's six now. I think there might yeah. be six. I've got the first four. I need to buy five or six. But I, I read yesterday they're actually going to be bringing out a book. Oh, a awesome. weird walk book, and they wanted to be a really great mix for the show. So what, this it, show was is it like, the synth? Was it the I synth dungeon one? I can't remember. It was, I, it was out there. It was pretty out there. Yeah, it was. It was quite pagan. It was quite English okay. folky yeah. pagan. Yeah, yeah, they're really into that. So, uh, sorry, dear listener, there's a really great magazine. Well, it's like a sort of pamphlety type thing called yeah. Weird Walk. Yeah, and it's just about weird walks in England and all about the kind of the. So how would you describe it? You're a, you're a writer. It's about. I mean, it's a collection. It's little essays. Yeah, and yeah. yeah I don't and it's even, just about weird stuff. Weird stuff and pagany sort. Of, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I loved reading about Wicker like, Man type stuff. Yeah, graffiti. There's stones in fields. Exactly. And what's, all that, what's all that about? <laughs> exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah, and like which is how, how to identify like medieval graffiti in churches and stuff. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I guess that 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 love of walking obviously leads you on to the love of all that stuff. And mm. so what about Doing all that over in Oklahoma or from, or even in New York. I mean, I know there's a lot of history over there, a lot more than yeah. people give it credit for. But of course, the history over here seems to be so much more documented it's, in Europe in general. Yeah, I say in Oklahoma it is not as easy to do, but in New York, uh, I'm actually a licensed uh, tour guide. I'm a licensed walking tour guide. Oh man, you! How many <laughs> strings to your bow are there? <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. You it was only 150 multiple choice questions at the Department of Consumer Affairs to get a little piece of plastic that is a license. So, so you're like, a licensed yeah, tour guide. So that yeah. means you can just what you can organize a tour legally, right to it, so legally, and legally you can over take eight people. people. I can under eight people. You don't need a license apparently, which is funny because my tours I tend to do four to four to six people. <laughs> so, so what? So what? What do you do your tours about? I like to. Try to keep it pretty well. I have a whole screw, I have like many, many facts and things like that. Yeah. I like to start at the very tip of Manhattan because that's kind of where the Dutch uh, started, okay. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's not a lot about the Lenape who were there before the Dutch. Um, oh. but I like to like go street to street, but there's a I have a I have an icon, someone I really look up to in the in the tour guide world called uh, Speed Levich, uh, oh, Timothy okay. Levich, and okay. there's an amazing documentary called Cruising. Of him uh, giving tours and right. stuff like that. He's a legend. He's a New York okay. New York walking tour guide legend. He also does Kansas City. But anyway, um, he's really about like getting into a flow state 
Right. <laughs> like making giving tours a poetic event rather than like reading a script. Yeah. Interacting with the city as it is right there and oh, then. I'm so into this. Man. Yeah. So like really trying to make the people on the street part of the tour and part like the people tour. people watching like part of the tour and making narratives about the people walking by and where they could be coming from and where we are in the history of New York right now and where it could be going and wow. Yeah. So so you we're just one part of a whole long story. Yeah, yeah. This this isn't just us looking back. This is us being part of it. Yeah. We are actively we're in actively, history right now. He's actively, like yeah. very influenced by Joseph Campbell and like his whole uh, idea of like how myths are formed and whatnot, and we can be a part of it right now. And so I, I that just tickles me so much. So so I, do you do that on a regular basis when you're in New York? Is not that, so much. Is anymore. that how you pay the rent or not so much anymore? No. It was a side gig when I was working for the Economist that I just was really passionate about and I would I would do it like once a month or so so it was somewhat regular but I wasn't like with a company or anything it was all word of mouth and people had were here like you got to go on this crazy tour and so. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not normally lost for words, uh, JW, but um, you've been working with uh, somebody who's won the Nobel uh, Literary Prize or whatever, Peace Prize, and then you do walking tours, and, um, and, and you know the difference between Pavement and Steve Malcolm's solo albums, yeah. which is equally as impressive. Anyway, um, it's been absolutely... So where are you off after this, anyway, after being here today? After being here today, I'm actually going to go to the label and sign some records, okay. you know, get some... Uh, try and get some more pre-orders by so that's the album that's out on Friday that's the album that's out on Friday Dream and it's House. called Dreamhouse on that's the Sunday right. Best label available yes. at all good record stores that's and right I imagine it will be available online as well yeah. one more thing we must talk about before you go yes. actually uh, you do a show on Soho Radio absolutely well, yeah that's why I'm here that's right how can we not forget <laughs> so um, I think when I last spoke to you you would you just pre-recorded a show or you were just about to yes. do it in New York or yes. something like that yes anyway so how long have you been doing that now that must be gosh it's been like a couple years now actually yeah it started out as a dream show uh, because yes yes i remember now now it's all coming back to me in my my daydream (laughs) all right so i am one of those people who remembers almost all their dreams and so i was and i was just yeah (laughs) of course you do of course you remember your dreams (laughs) so i was going to other artists and talking to them about their dreams and that was that that was it was called dream machine um, and that was a lot of fun. It was just very time-consuming to oh, okay. go out and interview and edit the interview and all that kind of stuff. And sure. uh, in an ideal world, I would still do that show. Yeah. I now have a show though called Echoes Answer, which is more just about what I'm listening to oh, and okay. more about the dream pop and dream, more dream influenced music. Dream influenced music. Yeah, exactly. And that's on So Radio. What once a month do you do that? Yeah. Yeah, okay, every four great. weeks, yeah. Every four weeks. Okay, so people want to find out what days it's actually on, mm-hmm. you go to SohoRadioLondon.com. That's right. And they'll be on the J.W. Francis. And nobody knows what J.W. stands for because it stands <laughs> for nothing. He made it up, everybody. He made it up, and we like him even more for that. So, J.W., thank you so much for coming in. Uh, yeah. I'll, everybody knows about your radio show. Everybody's going to go on a walking tour with you. Yes. Uh, and all those sort of things. And we all love France. I'm so sorry. We do love France. We, we do love we France. Do love I, I got carried away by in fact, I'm going to go there this afternoon. I'm going to go there and have some snails and oysters or something this afternoon. I love it. Anyway, enough of that. Um, thanks so much for coming in. I want you to play another couple of songs. Could you yeah. do that for us? Of course, yeah. Two more songs. I will leave yeah. you to introduce them. Uh, and thank you so much uh, for coming in. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been uh, a, it really a delight. Has been. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you very much. Thank Cheers. you. I'll go ahead and play a song called Our Story. I'll shout out my brother Dylan because this is his favorite song. And 
Uh, there's also an amazing music video where some people in L.A. hit me up and who are puppeteers, and they made me into a puppet. So it's quite an interesting little uh, <laughs> uh, video. So anyway, here's our story. <clears throat> it's a story about us. It's about us waking up. It's an epic poem that gets made into a movie. It's the way you bless me when I come home and I'm sneezing. Everybody wants to be oh, the person they come home to I remember that too, you remember that too Oh, I love remembering with you oh. It's a story about It's your favorite color stolen by the painting vandal It's the way you bless me when I come home and I'm sneezing I remember when we talked about John Krasinski and his career Look at it go. 
Hey. Hey. One more, one more. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and play you the title track. Okay, this one, one final song from JJ with Francis. I'll be saying goodbye as well. I will see you tomorrow morning. Well, I will see you. I'll talk to you at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Thank you, JW. Thank you so much for having me. Surprise, God, which God, oh, which God, oh.